Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols out in Denver, Doghouse in D.C., coming to you live after the Nationals' 7-1 win over the Miami Marlins. Scoreless game through six Doghouse. Things went a little ap in the seventh inning. Nationals went home run crazy. Got solo shots back-to-back by Jason Worth, number 200 of his career. Wilson Ramos follows him. They load the bases up. Bryce Harper against lefty Chris Narvison. He hits a grand slam at the right field. Ryan Zimmerman follows him with home run number one for, of 2016 for Zim. 7-0 lead at that point. It was a pitcher's duel up until then, but the Nationals really tore it apart in the seventh inning there, and the power display was really impressive. Yeah, if this is a duel, someone seems to have dropped their sword or possibly stabbed themselves with it uh, at one point here towards the end. Um, it, it was it was kind of funny how FP and, and Bob were talking it's in the first part of the game about how this game has robbed, or this ballpark has robbed Jason Worth of so many home runs uh, over the years. And I, I can certainly remember quite a few that have died on the track before they moved the fences in. And Good golly, that that one he hit tonight went every bit as far as that one he as number one Mrs. Doghouse is yelling incoherently in the background. Uh, it went every bit as far as that as, as number one ninety nine, possibly a little bit farther. Uh, I mean, to, to straightaway center to well up the home run sculpture. Uh, I, I think that's out of any any park in Major League Baseball, including the the, the crazy uh, right center side that was like 430 or whatever it was on the other side of the sculpture. Uh, he, he got his revenge on, on Marlins Park tonight. I, I hope he broke something back there. Dave, home run number 200 of his Major League career. Uh, we're looking back now. These are the last couple of years of the seven-year, $126 million deal he signed with the Nationals. He may be less of a player now. He's making a whole lot of money, I think $21 million this year. But he's played a big role in the growth of this franchise. Great to see him do that. And the Nationals uniform, number 200, joins Rafael's, uh, Rafael Soriano, Alfonso Soriano, Adam LaRoche, and Ryan Zimmerman as four players in the franchise history. They hit number 200 in that uniform. And good night for Jason Worth. He's been kind of slow out of the start here, but that was an absolute blast and started things off for the Nats in a really beginning. Yeah, you know, congratulations to him. It's always nice to see players achieve a milestone, um, especially a player, like you said, that had trouble getting out of the box this year. Um, we've talked about Worth an awful lot on this show, um, you know, for the for the several years that he's been here, and especially um, quite a bit here um, this season. Um, you know, w- when he guesses right, um, he's still a strong man and, and can put a charge into the ball. And, um, you know, this is kind of typical of, of – um, Medium power guys that, that, that start to um, that start to their swing starts to, to break down, um, starts to get slow. Obviously, he's had the hand and wrist injuries. Um, you know, they, they they turn into an all or nothing guy, and I think um, it's very possible that we see a bit of this out of Jason Worth this year. That um, you know that, that he makes less contact. Uh, he's going to strike out a little bit more. He'll probably hit the, the same number of home runs, but. Um, but the average and on-base percentage are probably going to dip, uh, uh, you know, hopefully not significantly. But as he guesses more and more, um, the swings are going to be, um, you know, more and more as well. 
Um, but but certainly you, you can't take anything away from from 200 career home runs. Uh, it's nice to see him get it in that uniform. And you just wonder uh, when he looks back on his career um, whether he's going to look back and, and and consider himself a national uh, or a Philly when all is said and done. And he's certainly accomplished a lot in Philadelphia as well. He's changed things in the nation's capital and a lot of people's mind and continuing to go out there and perform. So I guess, speaking of continuing to perform, Bryce Harper didn't have any grand slams when he started the season. They have four-plus years in the majors. He now has two. They bring on the lefty to face him there. They just leave a meaty pitch up for Harper. He absolutely crushes it. I think we were all joking on how when he came up for his 100th career home run with the bases loaded, we all thought it was kind of inevitable that he was going to hit it there and definitely thinking the same thing here, even against a tough lefty and Chris Narvis, and he absolutely crushed that ball and blew this one wide open there, 6 nothing after his left. Well, of course, his, what, 104th career home run would have to be a grand slam. I guess every home run divisible by four <laughs> here on out has to be a grand slam now. But uh, this this is an extraordinarily talented hitter, and I, I sort of I was torn about talking about how little he's been striking out, of course. And then he he goes and strikes out his first two at bats uh, today, uh, thereby completely disrupting my narrative. But but, but another, still has more homers than you know, strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> so and uh, yeah, and but but more walks than both. So he's like. Three Anthony Rendon's. I, I, I'm not sure how to how to square this circle here, but uh, yeah, keep keep it's it's appointment television. Keep keep watching every at bat of Harper's that is possible for you to watch. Dave, I know you're traveling at the moment. I don't know how close you got to watch Strasburg, but he battled illness last time out, still put together a solid start against the Braves, giving up four hits, two walks, two earned runs, and seven and two thirds in that outing. Comes back strong here. Uh, it was one and two with a 4.95 ERA, a 3.09, 3.56 score, one line against the Marlins in 20 innings pitch last season. Started the night with four scoreless on 51, five scoreless, six Ks on 64, seven scoreless on 93 pitches, up to eight Ks at that point. Ends up going eight scoreless innings, three hits. Uh, two walks, 10 Ks, 105 pitches, eight ground ball outs on the night. Just a dominant outing from Steven Strasburg. Uh, lefty uh, Adam Conley tried to keep up with him, but they blew it open there in the seventh inning, and then Strasburg finished out another frame there. Really, Just a really dominant outing by Steven Strasburg. No signs of any illness, and third really solid start so far this season, and continuing from where he uh, left off last year when he finished really strong. And yeah. I don't want to say his contract year, of course, and he's putting together a dominant season so far, but great tonight. Well, I think every time we talk about him every fifth day, we're going to mention that he's a free agent at the end of the year. And, um, you know, God knows if he keeps it, he's going to be able to ask for on, on the free agent market. Um, but, yeah, you, you said it, just a dominant performance. I mean, the 10 strikeouts, you know, we're all P2K guys, and we love that. But – Coupling that with the ground balls, it's just total domination. You know, you know, every every baseball fan should know by now that generating ground balls is better than generating fly balls because ground balls don't turn into home runs. Fly balls occasionally do by accident, um, although none of the home runs that the Nats hit tonight were, were any accident. Um, just Steven Strasburg, when he's healthy and feeling good and and feeling right, um, just he is he is one of the three or four best pitchers in the game. Once he got right last year, eventually, we saw it down the stretch. 
Uh, we like you said, we've, we've seen it so far this season in, in three of his four starts. I mean, is it just the guy you know has swing and miss stuff on four different pitches, um, generates ground balls uh, when they do make contact, and and controls what he's doing. And you know, you, you've got you've got some pitchers that that when they get out there, you know, they don't really have an idea of how to pitch. And that's that's what separates Steven Strasburg having the stuff, and you know, another pitcher that might have stuff but not success. He knows how to pitch. He knows what he wants to do from at bat to at bat, from pitch to pitch, and seemingly can do it almost at will when he's feeling healthy and when he's feeling right. Well, guys, the only extra base hit off of Strasburg, the only thing really struck well the whole night, basically, is uh, Giancarlo Stanton double off of him. Stanton started the night with six doubles, three home runs, a 406, 486, 875 line, and 37 plate appearances against Strasburg so far in his career. 320, 413, 692 line, and uh, 310 PAs against the Nationals as a team. With Strasburg able to hold him in check, like Dave mentioned, strikes out 10, gets eight ground ball outs, 105 pitches in eight innings. Pretty economical throughout it most of the time, too, and allows three hits total on the night. It was just really an impressive performance by Strasburg and exactly what we were hoping for when I uh, – named him as my guy, I think is really going to lead the Nationals this year, as good as Max Scherzer is, having that one-two punch with the two of them at the top of the rotation, separated by Gio Gonzalez eventually, is just really a key factor for the Nationals going forward this season. Yeah, Gio will be in between them to get the bullpen a rest. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's sort of an interesting narrative for the season so far uh, in how well the Nats pitchers have done against traditional Nats killers, guys like Freddie Freeman and Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, sure, he got that double, but he struck out twice today too. And in the, yep. the, the previous series uh, with, with, with the Nationals, he didn't do that much damage. Freeman's been having a, a hard year generally, but certainly the Nats pitchers held him down pretty well in the games that, uh, that, that the Nats have played with Atlanta. It, it will be interesting to see if some of the, the traditional hitting bugaboos that the Nats have, have faced all, also can be held down a little bit there. But uh, Strasburg's resurgence coming into the season healthy with the, the strange devil magic that, uh, that Maddox has to, and has <laughs> sprinkled all over the, the Nats rotation, uh, I think is, is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Dave, is a small sample size coming in here of what we've seen from Adam Conley and what the Nationals have done against lefties this year, but through 59 plate appearances, they had a 333, 424, 608 line against left-handers, good for third, second, and first across the line there in the majors versus lefties. Conley, a 25-year-old, who didn't see too much of him in his first start of the year against the Nats, and that rain-interrupted start, he gave up two hits, two walks, three runs, and one inning in Nationals Park in the home opener. Uh, he was on his way to a nice start today. Eight Ks on 72 pitches in five innings, uh, five scoreless, I should note. 82 and six scoreless, but worse than Ramos get to him in the seventh. The nice young starter here. The lefty looked good. He struck Harper out a couple times. Some really nice at bats there. Eight, co- eight Ks total. He ends up giving up the two home runs, four runs, eight hits. But uh, it's an impressive outing. I haven't seen too much of him. I liked what I saw until that last inning when he seemed to tire a little and left a few pitches up that got absolutely crushed. Yeah, you know, Conley's a good young pitcher. Uh, he's not going to be anybody's top-of-the-rotation type of guy, but um, certainly you need number three and number four starters, and I think Conley is going to be a made, credible major league 
uh, number three or number four starter. Um, right now, though, once he gets up over 80 pitches, like a lot of young pitchers, uh, he's going to be suspect. And, and really, uh, sending him out there to start the seventh inning, um, you know, especially with, with right-handed batters coming up against him, really wasn't kind of not fair of, of Don Mattingly to, uh, to send his young hurler after such a tremendous performance out there um, to start that next inning. But, again, I guess um, you go with the idea that he's gotten this far um, you know, why, why would he get tired now? But, um, but that separates, uh, um, that separates good man, okay managers from good managers and good managers from great managers. And to be particular, you know, perfectly honest, I don't particularly think Dan, Don Manley is that good a pitcher. I probably would have tried to protect my guy a little bit more instead of having him leave the game, um, with a bad taste in his mouth, giving up the home run there and starting the, uh, the avalanche of extra base hits. Doghouse, Daniel Murphy, another multi-hit game, started the night with a 10-game hit streak that started after he went hitless in the second game of the season. 15 for 34, 441, 513, 706 line over the course of that streak. Goes two for four tonight. None of the big blasts for the Nationals, but another multi-hit game. The only one to collect multiple, I should say, only position player to collect multiple hits in this game, Steven Strasburg, two for three, <laughs> trying to get get back to his silver slugger form, but just continues to hit Daniel Murphy, 422 average going forward here. It's 13 games, I know, but as advertised so far, what we've seen from him, picking up where he left off last season. No dingers. Boo! You stink, Murphy! <laughs> I really yeah, think you could hit 430 this year. <laughs> again, I, I will remind everyone that I was against the Murphy signing and thought this was ter- a terrible overpay for someone who is going to crater and, and prove to be not not worthwhile at all and, and a mirage and, and a hoax and, and a great... Uh, you know, scam done upon the Nationals, but Rizzo points to head and then points to stats and then points at me and laughs. <laughs> Rizzo laughs at you. That should be the new meme on our site. National team. <laughs> Seven nothing tonight. Ten and three on the year after the win. Two more with Marlins tomorrow at seven ten. We got Joe Ross back on the mound for another start, trying to keep his ERA under one through three starts this season. We'll see if he can do it. Matt's Nightly is sponsored by federalbaseball.com. Dave, enjoy the rest of your trip. Doghouse, talk to both of you guys tomorrow. Don't ask.